Hey, this is the last coffee house. This is what's going on for October. What are we? Seventeenth? October seventeenth, twenty twenty. So so concerned. <laughs> so very concerned with so many things that are going on right now. I was actually traveling, so I was in a hotel, and in the hotel I decided to pop on some MSNBC, or as uh, the president likes to call it, MSDNC, and it's shocking. I mean, it's really, truly shocking. The degree of partisanship that you see now, uh, it used to be the the joke was you know obviously Fox News Fox News is so biased and clearly biased so that's that's the joke uh, now it's though <laughs> all the other news organizations. <laughs> It's all of them. New York Times, uh, MSNBC, CNN, even NPR, Politico. I mean, all those are so incredibly pro-establishment and anti-Trump. It's unbelievable. And the things that they get away with, you just know that somebody who has, is already predisposed to hate the guy, and they watch something like MSNBC, and, you know, I watched 10 minutes of some segment, and it was just, uh, they're just patting each other on the back about uh, who could say the worst thing that makes no sense whatsoever that's uh, some kind of an attack. And, like, I thought it was bad in 2016. I, I really did think it was bad. I thought it was unbelievable just the obviously biased attacks that were against him. And that was just, I mean, a fraction of what was to come. Uh, nowadays, we've got news agencies that won't just spin stories. They will completely ignore or just toss out stories for the benefit of one political candidate over the other. And it's just, <laughs> it's really disheartening. I'm not sure what you do if you're conservative and you're, you're trying to get some kind of traction when it comes to American politics and you're running up against the entire media establishment in addition to Hollywood and the entirety of academia. <laughs> this is what you're fighting against when you're trying to sell your ideas to the American public. And we just saw, you know, Twitter, they censored a New York Post article that was specifically about Hunter Biden and emails related to Hunter Biden and how he had brokered some kind of a meeting between Joe Biden and some unsavory characters for a hefty fee from a foreign country. We'll just say that much. And this has been since corroborated by uh, another person who was in the email chain. So, but this was just outright censored by Twitter where they would not let you post a link to this article. <laughs> this is a, a newspaper that's been around for a very long time. And yet, I mean, you could say whatever you wanted about the whole Russia collusion thing for years. For years, you could say whatever you wanted, link to whatever you want, all sorts of speculation, and it didn't matter. They would let you do it. But now up against it, and there is corroborating evidence, and they're willing to do that to just outright censor something like that. That's a very significant story. Uh, and this is, I mean, coming on the heels of just the complete media blackout of everything related to the illegal FISA warrants and Flynn and Strzok and Brennan and the FBI spying on the campaign and the involvement of the Obama-Biden White House in pushing illegal surveillance on, on the Trump campaign and the incoming Trump presidency and the FBI just being militarized against an incoming president. On the heels of that... <laughs> I mean, the reality is, like, you don't need to have a dog in any of these fights. You don't need to be staunchly on one side or the other or anything like that. But this information should be disseminated properly. This is very significant, relevant information that people need to take into account when it comes to what their government does or is willing to do or for the upcoming election. And it's, it's stuff that just gets completely muzzled or moved around, or even when it's talked about, like when it comes to mainstream media, even when it's talked about, it's talked about in absolutely ridiculous terms. Just saying, oh no, it's a conspiracy theory, or the Hunter Biden emails. You know, I saw Rudy, I'm not a huge Rudy Giuliani fan or anything, but 
but I saw him talk about them. He talked about all the corroborating ways that he determined that these are, this is valid and it's uh, Hunter Biden's emails. It was Hunter Biden's laptop and he left it. He left it at this repair shop, took it in to get it repaired and he just left it there because, you know, he's an idiot and does all sorts of stupid things like knocking up strippers. And so he leaves it and in the agreement it said that after a certain period of time, then it became the property of the owner of the shop. So then after this time elapses, then they start, uh, they look at the contents of the thing and there are a bunch of emails, Hunter Biden emails, where he's talking about these oligarchs in China and brokering deals and how he gets this massive fee for being able to hook these people up with, with his father, with Joe Biden, while he was vice president. And I, t- I listened to Giuliani talk about, okay, here are the 12 different ways we confirm that these are Hunter Biden's emails. And yet you don't have any mainstream media news organizations who are willing to actually step up to this and say, okay, we really need to discuss, is this is this corruption? Is there something going on here? Here are the facts. Here's our analysis, even if it's a little biased. But that's not even how they talk about it. They just talk about, uh, uh, it's without any evidence whatsoever, they just say Russian disinformation. It's a Russian disinformation campaign, if they talk about it at all. Holy mother, it, it, just watching that little bit of MSNBC, and it was, it's a totally different world. And if you're already biased, and that's all you see, then what are you supposed to do? <laughs> If you're if you're a conservative trying to get cut through this morass and people have been indoctrinated in the academic industry for years, you know, I went through that same academia and I got the same indoctrination and came out virtually the same way. Even law school, it was it was the same thing politics wise and conservatives were seen as this pariahs and this at a religious law school. It's such a it's such a weird weird world if they hadn't taken over culturally, Democrats being them, if they hadn't taken over culturally, they would have no footing whatsoever when it came to politics or like in business or anything like that. And most of it's just, it's liberal elites who get to virtue signal while reaping all of the incredible benefits of a capitalist system. They reap the benefits of that and then go on and preach government handouts on the other side. Like that's going to help anybody. It's, oh my God, it's so terrible. But honestly, the, the most shocking thing, I just, the media... Every time I see it, every time I see headlines related to the, uh, there was a teacher, a teacher that was beheaded in Paris and the headline is just police kill attacker after a fatal knife attack. You know, that's the headline. It says nothing about the ridiculous extremism that it takes to engage it. And apparently it was due to this guy from the one story that I've read so far about it. It was uh, somebody who was showing to try to make a point about uh, free speech was showing cartoons that had a depiction of Muhammad to be able to show say something about free speech and then this person got beheaded in France this was in what Paris this is the western world and somebody being beheaded <laughs> while not violating any laws of the western world and the media don't say oh my god look at this insane violent extremism that is attacking our rights in the western world it says that oh there's a <laughs> There's a, a knife attack a bad knife attack and the person's dead uh, you know the person who did the attacking is dead don't worry about it it is simply unbelievable and unacceptable how much rhetoric has gotten out there, whether it's in Hollywood or anywhere else, that has just been attacking every foundational precept of Western civilization. <laughs> and it definitely draws me right back to that. Some kind of it was either Stalin or Khrushchev or somebody who talked about how they were going to just plant the seed of socialism in the United States. And over time, they're eventually going to become communists without realizing it. And now we have. One of the political parties, 
<laughs> one of the major political parties in college campuses all over the United States, absolutely preaching this nonsense. Anyway, I had an apple cider donut. You know, that's what I had. It was, it was delicious. They were <laughs> homemade. I went to a, an orchard and did a little uh, corn maze in the dark. That was pretty intense. And they had a story, a weird story too, about pumpkins. It was really weird. I got to shoot some, you know, those cannons that you can shoot apples from. That was pretty awesome. So positive things, positive things. I want to just sit and, like, play a video game. Oh, my God. I haven't done that in, in a while where you just sit and there's a game with a story. You enjoy it. It's fun. Not since... Oh, well, I had earlier this year. Didn't I have Final Fantasy, whatever? I had Red Dead Redemption 2 before that. So what am I whining about? Jesus, mother... But anyway, I just, oh my god, I just, I can't, I can't deal with this stuff anymore. It just feels like it's something that needs to be forcefully redirected, not in the sense of violence or anything like that. But I mean, from the ground up, we need to rebuild the kinds of human beings that we're churning out of these schools. Because we went so soft on them that it's like, oh, it doesn't matter what you are, or what you do, or anything like that. You just do, do you, whatever you are is, is perfectly fine. Uh, that's not the case, not even close. We had this, uh, culturally, we had this idea of you are supposed to be striving to be the best human being that you can possibly be. And then that changed to whatever you happen to be is the best thing imaginable. <laughs> There's nothing else you need to do. So that's concerning. Anyway, I, I think I'm just gonna shut it down. I'm gonna go do this trail. It's like they've got these trails at this park that's a little ways from me where they've got all these rock formations that you can it's a trail through the rock formations they have these little paint markers that'll that tell you where to go but you climb all up them and over them and it's intense and it's a lot of fun so uh anyway i hope you guys are all having a, a fantastic fantastic uh saturday and fall and do something for halloween do something special fun i know they're telling us not to trick or treat they're telling us not to meet for thanksgiving and all that stuff do something I'll see you. I'll see you on the next one. We're going to try to churn more books out and, and get through this because I think we had a goal of 60 books for the year and I'm not sure where we are. I've been trying to update my Goodreads on the reviews, but I'm not sure where we are. But hopefully we'll get through them. I'll try to ramp it up if we need to as we close in on December. But thank you, everybody who listened to any episode ever. Thank you very much. And I'll see you in the next one. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>